Let's talk about it. This is the podcast where Jamie and Kirsten talk about everything. No limits, no boundaries. Join us while we talk about what really goes on in our lives. Anything goes. So without further ado, let's Let's talk about it. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk About It. Oh my god, I feel really weird doing this. Oh my god, we are so out of practice with this new schedule. We have like a whole week to not do it. And then we come back and it's just weird. I don't know who I am. I know, and it's also the vibes have been off. Well, (laughs) I think you're hangry. And that's valid. I haven't ate today. Oh. Well, I did tonight. I had a piece of carrot cake for breakfast. Love that. But yeah, so the vibes are just a little off, but like in a fun way. I've had a really long day. Sorry. That's okay. Happens. But I'm Hmm. really angry. Why didn't you eat before we filmed? Because I have a shit ton of stuff to do after we film. Valid. Okay, well, yeah, so welcome back to another episode. Um, looking like a wet dog this evening, I didn't plan my day very well, and I literally just took a shower like a half hour ago, so my hair is still damp, but we're rocking with it. Um, oh, good. Yeah, it needed washed. First wash like, about 10 days. <laughs> stop. No, it was only like a week. But I do, I'm so grateful that I can go, like, a week in between washing my hair. Obviously, I shower, like, every day, but I don't wash my hair every day. I wash my hair once a week. Hold on. Gotta pop the Invisalign out. Okay. It's, like, getting towards the end of, like, that aligner, so Mm. it's, like, really loose for some reason. Mm. Because she's ready to switch. I don't know. But I literally have been popping it out of my mouth like dentures all day ew speaking of dentures um kylie my niece um when she spent the night on saturday sunday morning i was brushing my teeth and of course like i'm brushing my aligners too and mm-hmm. she proceeded to tell my entire family that i have glass dentures no shit we love that glass dentures Anyways, well, I mean, where to start? Um, we're going off the rails as per yeah. usual. Um, Nothing always. Really I'm really yeah. hating these vibes right now. <laughs> kind of same. <laughs> what do we do? Should we pause and regroup and then come back? No, I just think we need to address it. Are you good? I'm so good. No, I'm like amazing. I think. Are you? <laughs> What's happening? Right I'm hangry. I just feel like you're not like talking. <laughs> I'm here, bro. What do you mean? Right. I feel bad for everyone's eardrums. I mean, such a bitch. You're so mean to me today. What the fuck? I'm just existing. I'm just- I feel like it's so funny the last few oh, weeks. You're really loud. Yeah. What about now? You're good. Okay. What about the last few weeks? I think it's so funny that we've passed the point in our friendship where we're like, I don't know the right word to say, like we're past the point in our friendship where we're politically correct 
in a way. So th- now we're like sister level and we fight like sisters too. Yeah. I bicker with you the same way I bicker with my sisters. And I always the last few weeks more than recent, like, I don't know what it is, but I think we're too close. Like we literally I argue all are. the time. I know. Like in a fun way. Sometimes, kind of. Sometimes you just drive me crazy. Oh my god, no, same. But I drive myself crazy, but yeah, I just thought we should talk about that because I think it's so funny. We never, like, the first year of our friend, well, we've always been probably, like, too close, but um, yeah, (laughs) the first, like, couple months of our friendship, we were very, like, oh, like, I am just gonna be super nice. We're past that. We're past that. I don't, I don't feel the need to be fake nice to you if you're pissing me off or if I'm just like in a bitchy mood. Listen, we gotta chop it up and bicker it out, you know? Okay, but the bitchy mood? It's both. We both do that shit all the time, though. You can't even say nothing. We both do it. Um, sure. And just, the last like month or two, we just we've like reached a whole other level of our friendship to where we like fucking argue and that's so weird because we never used to i also think like it's like my bpd too where i'm like i can i can be like extra cunty if i think that the vibe has changed which is kind of bizarre because i don't really know how to handle that um we just we go with it we go with the flow we are and i i feel like okay so like i hours then we're good i'm like i'm really bad at confrontation so Mm -hmm. if you like do or say something that like pisses me off like i nine out of ten seven out of ten times oh good correction i won't like address it or like say Mm -hmm. that like it bothers me See, that's, like, the whole problem, though, because yes. then you just yes. have an attitude, and, like, <laughs> we need to communicate. And not only that, is I'll just, like, let things that, like, you do or say that piss me off just build up until, like, I'm just such a fucking bitch to you. Yeah, that's okay. I'm, like, it's, but, and it's funny because I think you're, like, my best friend in the whole world. You're, we talked about it, but you're basically my, like, other sister and yeah that was fucking gross i know i don't like to talk about it but it's the truth um i I have like i don't really like let people be a fucking cunt to me but like you're my bestie and i love you so like i don't mind you know what i'm saying like you can be an asshole every once in a while like if it gets to be a lot fuck that like i'm probably gonna call you out on it but um no i i can handle it you know, you're in a bitchy mood and you want to be a fucking bitch to me. I can usually, it's fine, but, um, yeah, I think it's funny though, because I think it all started like getting really bad after our trip to New York. <laughs> like after that fight, it's just gone downhill. No, it really has. Like we bicker constantly, bro, and I don't know why. <laughs> but it's kind of funny, like talking about it now, like we're, it's honestly like a daily, okay, it's a day to day, like it really just depends on the day if we're vibing with each other or not. Can I be honest? Please. I think. <laughs> Let's talk about it. <laughs> Wait, I, this is actually so funny. I think that sometimes you could be very hypocritical. That's so rude. But I'm also the type of person where if I'm being a hypocrite, call me out on it. 
But when I got on it, you're like, why are we comparing? Well, because that is true. Like, I feel like, because, yeah, we we can use that as an example. You said something so mean about someone, which is fine. Like, whatever. I didn't. I just said that they're obnoxious. Which is so rude. And you're like, it's not rude. I'm like, Kirsten, that's objectively rude. And you're like, well, you're rude all the time. And I said, okay, like, yeah. But okay, I'm also like. Contest, can I, like, I, maybe it's just like my <laughs> like issue I think I just have issues with sound <laughs> Are, is there sensory overload happening not right now but in the case of what I said that that person is obnoxious mm. I, I like when I open my phone and go on social media I don't want to like open something and just hear you screaming like it I like it makes it's my that's, it's my like, whole thing is I'm the type of person where I if something bothers me on social media I just get rid of it I block it and I don't ever have to deal with it again see okay. you're not that person I'm not and so I'm the type like when shit bothers me it bothers me for 0.5 seconds because I correct the problem and I fix it and it doesn't ever have to happen again but you're so nice that you don't do that so it just like constantly pisses you off but you had yeah we were talking and you were like she's literally so obnoxious and I was like that's kind of fucked up um and you throw that, well, you were rude the other day. And I feel like in our friendship, I love when people, I can take constructive criticism. If I'm being a fucking asshole, please call me out on it. If I say something rude, please call me out on it. You know what I'm saying? And you I might not be that. that person. I'm not that person because like sometimes you'll give me some like constructive criticism, but you be doing like the same shit or say the same shit like so please call a couple me out days on before. It. But like, I'm, not person to be like I'm all okay. about like let's fix the behavior let's correct the behavior because especially like recently within the last few months I've really been making a conscious effort to change my views and ways of thinking and I think I was a little hypocritical like six months ago where I feel like everyone silently judges other people it's just a oh, human sure. thing and I really try to stop that because I don't like being judged. So I'm just so done judging people for anything because I don't know their situation. Sure. My thing is like, live your life. For like, I'm not going to be that person to tell you like not to live your life. Just if you're screaming on my social media, it's going to bother me. It's going to bother for sure. me. And that's, yeah, so- like, that, that's fine. Like you probably watch, someone else probably watched. I was like, oh, they're having a great time. And yeah, mm. they're having a great time. I just got some like sensory issues and I don't want to be like, like nothing against that person. Like they're a nice person mm. who is driving their Humpty Dumpty truck across the road. Sorry. It's a great, it's always, always um, it's like a motorcycle or a fucking Yeehaw truck. But like, that's my thing. It's like, I won't remove someone because like, just because they post something that like is annoying doesn't mean they're a bad person exactly but you have to stop i think it's also a, a me against social uh, and it's so funny because i like literally eventually want to be a social media manager but i'm sitting here i talk shit about social media i hate it and i do but i like i respect the purpose of it i guess and but I'm also, I'm so against social media and I don't even like being on it. But when I am, I'm so like, if I see something I don't like, I straight up will just remove it. 
because I don't have time for that. Like, I already, like, don't enjoy it very much, like, Twitter, but I try to make it enjoyable, so if something irritates me or I don't agree with something, I'll just, like, peace and love, block, and call it a day, and I'm sorry if that hurts your feelings, but at the end of the day, if that's hurting your feelings, you should reevaluate, because if you're holding that much weight on social media, that's fucking weird, you know, that's probably not healthy. I think, well, we need to talk about, we can, I like, feel like, like, because I'm, like, that type of person that's always, like, I, they hate me, everyone hates me, like, if I saw that, like, for instance, you blocked me for, like, and I didn't know why or didn't know what I did, like, my feelings would be hurt. So, and see, that's where I think it is, like, a societal problem where social media people, and that's, that's the issue. Social media has become, like, real life to people, and that's an issue to me because social media is not real life. It is completely fucking fantasy world where you can make someone see you however you want them to see you. And so it's already bullshit. Sense, it's already like, bullshit. It is also real life to me because, like, I, majority of my friends, like, I have met, like, on social media. See, and that's the thing between me and you is that is a difference between us because I don't really, like, I mean, like, I have great, you know, like, um, a few girls within, like, Twitter that I've met that are great. But it's, it's kind of a weird situation because I don't communicate with any of them, like, privately like you do. Um, it's just, like, you know. It, yeah, it is what it, I don't really, I don't use social media enough to, like, form, like, I'm going to talk to you every single day relationships. And maybe that makes me a bad person. I don't know. But. No, I just think me. you're, the, the difference between me and you is you're really good at like making friends and like talking just like talking in general to people like in real life whereas mm. like there's a barrier for me like that like it's behind a screen and not right. in like a bad like I'm a piece of shit on the internet type no of thing. no like, I know what you mean and that is sad because it's true for a lot of people I think I'm just like very socially awkward in person I'm it's really hard for me to like communicate which is weird because like I would prefer like a phone call over text. right like a text yeah um but a lot of my friends I have like met through social media because like it's just easy easier that way I don't, I don't right know. and that's I fair enough and that's why I try not to judge too much because I can understand it in a way to where when I was younger um and I didn't really know how to because like I've said before it took me a long time to learn how to talk to people and be good at it and before I was I was 100% the same way where I found it easier to make friends through I have time to think about what I want to say. I don't have to say it directly to someone's face in real time. And, and yeah, I mean, I get it. And like, I get like, absolutely. You can make yourself be viewed a certain type of way on social media. Anyone can like, you are setting the standard for what you want people to view as. However, yeah. my social media, I feel like every fucking stupid thought in my brain is on the internet. Hmm right like I try to I get as transparent as possible as I am in real right. life 
And that is another difference between us. Like you enjoy social media. You have fun with it. You enjoy like posting your thoughts. I'm the complete opposite where I would, mm, and I, I don't want to sound like I'm being negative when I say this, cause I'm not trying to be, but I would rather just live my life and have it all inside of me and keep it private for myself. And other people aren't like that. And that's totally fine. And like, I get your, like, you're trying to be a private person. And I, I will admit that I'm definitely like an oversharer, but like in a certain sense, like I'm not like. Right. You're not like sitting there like, yeah, yeah saying like. Everyone right. did on social media. Right. Yeah. Like, and so I think that's where it now, is just like, like two different people and there's nothing wrong with either of them. You know, it's normal. And I used that as my outlet to like talk my shit about my life. And I respect that. And I, I think in a way you and a lot of other people use social media as a diary almost. It is and nice. I'm the type of person where that's a public diary. And I'm just the type of person where I'd rather sit. I have a fucking little notebook next to my bed where if I'm feeling like a lot's happening up in my head and I got to like get it out, I would rather, I'm, again, I'm just a more private person and I don't want people to know those things about me. But which again, again, I don't want to say carefully, that like, not a private person. Right. Like, yeah, I think everyone is to an extent. You're just I think more comfortable. Like, a lot that, like social media, like you wouldn't know about me, like based on mm-hmm. my social For media. For sure. You're just more comfortable, like, posting but again and I've heard it from other people about me as a person like even one of my closest friends she was like it's and we kind of talked about why I'm like this and I mean I'm probably not like this with you but like with my other friends I definitely am where I am like a private person and even like my friend Laura who I'm talking about I'm so close with her but I'm still very like controlled with how I express myself and carry myself around my friends but I feel and like so I don't know a negative like not trying to like compare but like I feel like that's almost like a negative but like like yes like be a private person but you're closing yourself off but I'm okay and so I'll explain to you why I kind of figured out by myself you would think I would have to go to therapy to figure this out but I didn't uh, it is definitely um like an abandonment thing um where I've expressed myself freely to people and like you know whatever like abandonment issues (laughs) and so I've kind of learned throughout those issues like and this isn't healthy but I'd rather just keep it to myself then because maybe it's a trust thing too I don't want to give so much of myself away just to like be fucking stabbed in the back (laughs) you know what I'm saying so I am like kind of like, like a little paranoid when it comes to people and but that's why it is kind of weird because with you I'm not like that I'm completely myself I think mm-hmm. I mean yeah I don't know man you'd have to tell me that but I my friend Laura had brought it up the one day when she was like dude like I've never even seen you like cry and that's like so crazy like I've yeah. seen you show emotion and like but I think you can be really reserved with your feelings in a mm-hmm. way that like it's hard to understand like what the issue is because you won't come out and be like hey I'm feeling this type of way yeah and I just and, and that is me I don't but love then again that. like 
I don't love sharing. You Girl, know. I got BPD. If your tone changes, I'm like, fuck. And see, that's again where we're different because, like, I don't love sharing. Like my, I don't know. To me, it's like my feelings are mine, and I'd rather keep them private for whatever reason. And I don't know why that is, but I just rather that's keep fine. it to myself. And. I'm a very, like, I'm pretty easygoing, like, if something irritates me, like, I'll get over it, like, I'm not really, like, the type of person to hold on to something for a long time, so, I, like, I feel like my feelings are mine as well, but, like, it's just off my You're more mind. comfortable, yeah, sharing them, and I'm not, and I don't love sharing how I'm feeling for some reason. I'd love to have a therapist analyze this conversation but um yeah it's not heavy but in a good way for sure and so where I was going with this whole social media thing um I was gonna kind of oh like lead it into my phone situation (laughs) my phone you guys so this will kind of nice little bridge um into my weekly little update Um, because I have a fun little story that I'm sure everyone will enjoy, except me. Um, so I I thought it was funny. I'm sure you did. I'm sure a lot of people thought it was funny, except me. Um, so (laughs) this is the okay. So let me just explain first. So, um, I had said like a few weeks ago, uh, my dad's boat was getting put back in the water. We, you know, I fish, whatever. It's a good time. And so it was last weekend. It was so nice last weekend. So we were like, let's go up to Lake Erie and let's take the boat out and fish. And so everything was like so great all morning. I caught a fucking fish. I like got a picture with it. Um, And so everything was great. We decided to just pack it up. And my sister and her um, guy friend were with her, were with us and my dad. And so um, it was all great, whatever. So we like get the boat back into like the slip, the dock. And so my dad like pulled it in, but I had to like jump out to tie it to the thing. And I did, it was fine. Everything was going great. (laughs) And so I left my phone on the boat when I did that. um, Because just in case I were to fall in, I didn't want my phone with me, you know? And so everything was fine. I got back on the boat, got my shit. Uh, everyone else had gotten off except me and so I'm such a goddamn spaz apparently and I like was very ambitious when I got off this boat and I had a little pep in my step (laughs) and I like I didn't even jump but I like hopped off of the boat onto the dock because I'm a fucking apparently an idiot and my so I had a, a hoodie on a sweatshirt that has like the pocket in the middle you know what I'm talking about and my phone was safely yeah. in that pocket. Like I don't know one why in a million a pocket that's like right here, like on overall. So like what are you talking about? No, like one in a million chance that anything is coming out of this fucking pocket. And apparently I just hopped just the right fucking way. It it slid out of my pocket so quick. And it fucking bounced onto like the dock and it literally bounced like high, like a fucking basketball. And I couldn't even basketball? catch it. Because the second bounce right into the lake. And That's it so unfortunate. 
my dad and I were standing there and it immediately fucking sunk and I'm just like staring at it sinking down to the bottom of the lake and I couldn't fucking believe so hard I I couldn't believe my eyes um and so I literally stood there for like three minutes just staring at where it sunk and I was I was really processing everything that had just happened and so I knew what really caught like it's a phone it's not the fucking end of the world I didn't even like get super upset about it it's a goddamn phone who cares but what kind of bugged me was I knew that my iCloud nothing was backed up because I didn't have any storage for like the last two years and I just nothing was backed up on iCloud so I knew I was gonna lose like basically all my pictures from the last two years and so that was like really fucked up because I had like some heaters on there I had like a lot of like just all my events from the last two years are gone I still have them in my memory which is wonderful but loved having pictures of them but not anymore and so thank god my phone is like under warranty so we like got home got on the website you know had to ask for a new phone basically and it okay of course it was on a holiday too it was on memorial day so there were like nothing was open whatever and so they said they would ship it out the next day and they would get there the next day and so i'm using my fucking laptop all day i don't have like an ipad at this point i just have my laptop and my dad's phone which is fucking embarrassing but I'm like, every five minutes, like, hey, dad, I need your phone really quick. Because I communicate to you through, like, Snapchat. Because I don't like texting. Neither. Um, I don't like the voice messages because I can't hear them because I'm just, like, fucking deaf. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't have, like, hearing issues, maybe. Yeah. And so I'm, like, Snapchatting you off my dad's phone, which is... And it's also so embarrassing because when, like, my phone first fell in the lake and we were driving home, I took my dad's phone and I wanted to text you because like (laughs) just so you know like if you try and call me I'm not gonna answer and so I like fucking had to Facebook message you because I didn't know your phone number off the top of my head and I couldn't log into my Facebook because it needed an authentication through my phone number and so I had to use my dad's Facebook to message you and I was like funny because I was out of work that day yeah, I was like, why do I have a request from Ron? <laughs> yeah, and so I was like, Jesus Christ, this is embarrassing. Um, and so the first day I didn't have the phone. It was tough because I had to work, and I like, I like to have my phone with me when I'm like at work. And so I didn't have a phone, so I'm like carrying around my fucking laptop all day. And I was also paranoid driving to work because I was like, if I crash my car for whatever fucking reason, I'm fucked. No one's gonna know. Like, if I die, no one's gonna know. (laughs) And so I was like so paranoid that something would happen and I wouldn't have my phone, but I was fine. Um, And then day two rolls around, the day my phone's supposed to come. And I'm starting to feel it a little bit, (laughs) like the social media withdrawals, which is so fucking devastating and sad, but- like your laptop for like twitter yeah i know and it's i was talking to my dad about it i was like it is so upsetting to me that i have fallen prey to the social media tactics of the world and 
I have a social media, I have a phone addiction. I'm sure pretty much everyone nowadays does. Oh my and god, literally, it's so bad. I knew I did, but I didn't realize it was as bad as it was. I'm, like, reaching for my phone, and I don't even fucking have one. So bad, and, and like, especially when you get your weekly, like, how much time you spend on your yeah, phone. I'm like, there's yeah. no way. I, I know. that many hours a day. Yeah, um, and so it was just really tough, um, on day two and then I got a nice little email that my phone actually wasn't coming that night it was coming the next night (laughs) and so I like go day three without a fucking phone I don't even know what to do with myself at this point and then I like get home from work phone's still not there there's like fucking tornadoes happening and the power gets shut off so I don't have anything I'm like using my apple watch as a flashlight because I got a piss in a pitch black bathroom (laughs) And so I'm like, I really can't live like this anymore. Like, I don't know how Amish people exist, but I guess if you don't know any different, then it wouldn't affect you. Yeah. I'm like thinking like how, I don't understand how people don't have technology. Like, I don't even understand it. And then my phone finally came right as the power got turned back on. So I like turned the phone on, I'm feeling good. And then I realized that I don't have a fucking SIM card for it. Yeah. And so I had to go to the Verizon store and get a new one, and it was a whole fucking process. I need um, to but my SIM card. Yeah, it smells. I'm sorry. It smells like weed <laughs> in my house for some reason. Um. Anyways, light up. Jeez, I'm literally like this one outside, but um. Yeah, I I have a phone again. Moral of the story. Everyone should try their best to unplug a little bit in case of an unfortunate event where you lose your phone and you have like complete anxiety over it. Just limit your screen time, folks, um, or at least try to. So pause I, it really quick. I... Okay. Okay. Sorry about that, needed to discuss something. But yeah, so that's my little weekly update. I didn't have a phone. I think I have a phone now. Like the unplugging, it's like I've noticed that, like, since I've been so busy with school and stuff, like, I have, like, obviously, like, haven't had time. Right. To where, like, I get obsessive, like, when I have, like, a free moment to, like, yeah, my phone. Yeah. And well, my biggest thing that I noticed when I didn't have my phone for those three days is my TikTok addiction. When I, I so could, I was like on day two sitting in my room, like I did not know what to fucking do with myself because once I get like, I give myself like three hours a day for TikTok, which is sad. Same. But I literally will scroll for hours. And my, mine's TikTok for sure. Mine is, and it's both, but like recently it's been more Twitter. And see, I I'm the complete like, opposite. Like, like I don't have. Because I know that TikTok will suck me in. So, like, when I give myself yeah. a break when I'm doing my schoolwork, I'll go through Twitter because, like, it's quick. So, I'm the complete opposite where I, like, fucking despise Twitter most days and I try to stay off of it. But, yeah, TikTok is, like, a problem. But I love it. Anyways, that's my little weekly update. Um, you got anything for us? Any stories? Uh, any journeys? I cut my hair off Saturday. You did? Mine's getting long. Can we talk about mine? It is. What the heck? Yours is cute, though. I like it like that. Um, It's going to be hard to, like, blend my extensions, I know. Yeah. 
Well, because I can probably help you for, like, if, because we're going to a wedding yeah. next week, sponsor them for you, but. You're going to have to help me, but, like, when I told my hairdresser, who literally goes through, like, my mental hair breakdowns yeah. every month, she's like, no. Oh. Yeah, I know, it's like a stylist worst nightmare. He was like, it's going to be so hard to blend your extensions. Mm. just don't do it and I was like I think it's I again with the center issues the feeling of hair on my neck literally makes yeah. me like, freak the fuck out really yes especially when it's hot mm-hmm. so in the summer I wanted to have like a little less hair on my neck I love that so I cut my hair off and then she was like actually like I'm glad you did it really no, and I'm trying to grow mine out because I've had short hair for literally, like, when I graduated high school, it was pretty long, and then I cut it, and it's been short, like, ever since. So it's finally, like, the longest it's been. In, I like, can't imagine your long hair. I know. I literally, like, it has been short for so long, but I really want to grow it out. Um, like I'm also, hair? like, huh? Like, what length? As long as I can get it, honestly. I don't want to obviously be down, like, to my ass, but, like, I can't, mid, I like, genuinely cannot, like, imagine you with, like, hair down to your tits. Well, I want hair down to my tits, but I can't really picture it either, but I'm interested to see. I feel like it's just gonna be weird. For sure. It definitely will be. Um, but I also, because I have, my hair has never been natural, like, color-wise for, like, the longest time until I got the fucking bowl cut to cut all the blue off of it. Um, which we don't talk about that tragic time in my life, but so it's finally like all my natural hair color, but I'm apparently reaching the age where my grays are starting to come in. So it's fucking devastating to me because I'm 20 years old and I've got hella gray hairs. And I, so it started to, I, we talked about it, like, one of the first episodes, I found my first gray hair, and we talked about it, and since then, it's just been more and more, and, like, I just noticed, like, a little bit on the sides, but the back, it's a fucking problem, <laughs> I'm gonna have to, like, start evaluating what I'm gonna do once it gets bad, because I'm sorry, I, like, respect to anyone who feels comfortable going gray at a young age, I, I fucking love that for you, but it's simply just not for me because I like myself with dark hair and I just maybe when I'm older and I'm like I'm like more secure with it like let's go gray but for now we're just gonna keep it dark um so it's like a little sad that I'm gonna have to start probably fucking dyeing my hair on the regular but I can do it myself at least which is a perk right but I wish I could fucking do my hair myself. It's a pain in the ass, but it's worth it because it's so much cheaper. The amount of money that I spend on my hair, it's, like, it's, insane. Right? That's why, yeah, I try to just, any sort of, like, color I can just do on myself whenever I would, like, color my hair, I just do it myself. I but just, Because, like, now that I'm all one color, I should just make it to my roots. I mean, if, yeah, if I could figure out, like, your formula, I could definitely do it, but... Um... What have I been up to? I've been busy working school. I've been working a lot. Uh, yeah. Working hard to please you. Um, Love that. Um, oh, 
ah, sorry, my light. Jesus. I don't know. Not the light. Um, I don't think our last episode, no. Yeah. So last episode, we talked about Harry's new album. Mm. And um, he's doing like some like residencies, like New York, Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we well, didn't talk about that. Well, I guess like New York is really just like the big residency. Yeah, New York. The other ones are just like one or two shows. Um, yeah. He has a slew of New York dates um, or Love on Tour. Sorry about the motorcycle. And background. of course, I saw, signed up for pre sale because mm-hmm. he's having a show on my birthday. Yeah, which is exciting super exciting and my mom loves harry mm-hmm. she's a stan um <laughs> love that for her and so she got a pre-sale code and all day long she got to text me like are you getting tickets have you got tickets mm-hmm. you guys tickets um and me and jamie were like fighting for the death no, because when I tell you, I am, like, a veteran when it comes to buying concert tickets. I have been to probably, like, at least over 100 shows at this point in my life, throughout my life. I've bought a lot of concert tickets. I've gotten a lot of pre-sale codes. It's been a great time for me. I have never in my fucking life experienced that type of fucking chaos while trying no, to buy a concert because ticket. Because I feel, like, last love on tour, I got pre-sale tickets, and it wasn't like that. It was not like it's, that. I, I, yeah, I don't know what the fuck happened. I think Ticketmaster probably wasn't prepared for that kind of madness. And, like, the website crashed, obviously. And it was just, like, a complete fucking shit show. I'm, like, sitting there, like, in it. I was, like, dude, I tried for, like, an hour trying to get you tickets, and I literally couldn't fucking get them. And, and the prices were also just crazy. the... Ticketmaster platinum pricing. Yeah, I mean it's like, that's bizarre. and it's also not a joke. But it's not Ticketmaster that sets the prices. It's mm-hmm. it's like because they've said like because people have bitched at them like why are they so expensive and they no, don't set but prices. now Ticketmaster what they do if there's high volume traffic they mm-hmm. change the prices throughout. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know. The whole thing is fucking stupid. I'm sorry. Like I, and so yeah. Motherfuckers. Yeah. So you, you can say you got your tickets through a different okay, um, so seller. Later that day for the following week, um, my friend Amanda, she had a pre-sale code for like a later date. And the way that she did two transactions, just like so crazy, no issues. She was like, "Yeah, I'm back in. If you like want tickets, I was like, okay, sure, like whatever." So she got me some tickets, and um, I was like, "Fuck!" Like I still would like love to go on um, your birthday, my birthday, and like my mom really wants to go. Like I feel Mm -hmm. like she like asked me all day if I got tickets, and no. I didn't. Right. Um, so I was looking at like resale prices on like different like different ticket sites, not Ticketmaster. Right. And of course they're like in fucking sane. Yeah. And I just so happened to like log in at the right time and I found two pit tickets for like a little and I still paid with like fees. Right. Of, I mean it was expensive, uh, but 
It was like a hundred each ticket over face value. But I think it's also like a birthday present to yourself, you know? Like Yeah, and then like the fees were almost like half the ticket price. Yeah. Fucking nuts. Um, yeah. So I got me and my mom pit tickets for Harry and she's super excited about it, but she's like nervous about being in the pit. Like no, I I don't fine. It's great the way he has it set up because it's mm-hmm. like round. It's not crowded, right. Everyone it's has a kinda... great seat. Right. Um, and I don't wanna like wait in line respectfully like 100 percent, yeah i'm not gonna like try to get like close to the stage being her just gonna fly mm-hmm. in the back and right dance her little hearts out and she's like the girls are gonna like eat me up she's like i'm gonna no, be they're not bitch in the pit that's everything like, yeah but <laughs> we love that but um yeah so i'm so excited for you guys to go i was thinking about it because i did want to like your birthday late let's party um but i'm gonna start school um in the end of august and so your birthday's on a weekday and so i'm obviously not gonna be able to start you know off on the wrong foot and miss classes and then so i was thinking about doing like because i also not a fan of new york so i didn't particularly want to go back um and so i was thinking like oh maybe i'll do like a chicago date on a weekend but I really just can't justify spending that much money in, on, like, a ticket and then, I like, traveling and hotels. It's just not worth it to me with peace and love. <laughs> so I will be watching from a live stream on one of the nights because I just, yeah, it's just a lot. But it is kind of sad. Like, obviously, I wanted to see him perform some new songs. But he'll do another tour. It'll be fine. I'm not really too worried about it. But, yeah, you're going to have to take some little videos to send to me. I'm going to have my mom take them because I'm not, like, a phone at concert. Obviously, yeah. Make your mom do it. Um, oh, my God. I know she's literally just going to sit there and record, like, the entire Probably. She's going to, like, um, her Facebook. Oh, my God, which is so funny because she loves Harry and uh, a girl that she went to high school with also is like a huge Harry Styles fan my mom literally hasn't talked to her in like 30 years and I ended up messaging her the other day and was like hey do you have Harry Styles tickets and she's like no and my mom's like well I (laughs) you gotta brag um, subtle brag we love that um because my mom was like oh like how like funny would it be if like me and my like high school bestie like yeah ended up at the same Harry show mm-hmm. so I gave her we should make her a t-shirt that says mom's for Harry we you know like a funny her. little shirt we had to get her like a great outfit 100% my yeah. mom is like she's she's the best mm-hmm. and um she's not the average mom so I, she's not a regular mom she's a cool mom she's a cool mom and I love, like, I, okay, I hate how they say that there's, like, a dress code. I'm so over it. I'm so yeah. sick of it. It's so that. fucking bizarre. And it's with every show now. Like, it's so weird to me because it never used to be that way. But, like, with concerts nowadays, I guess there's, like, this fucking expectation that you have to dress your fucking best. That's not and realistic I, when you're in I a fucking hot-ass pit. Fuck that. I hate that, like, I felt, like, even, like, with my Luby shows like I felt a pressure like what am I supposed to wear 
Right. And it's bullshit. And I'm sick of it. I'm sick again with, like, the judgment of, like, someone talking, like, their outfit's fucking ugly. It's like, okay, but maybe that's the only thing they feel comfortable in and they feel cute in. So let them live their fucking life and like, stop talking shit about it. Dave is not going to give a fuck what you're wearing. Right. So, yeah, I'm so sick of that stupid, like, expectation. But However, that is something that, like, I really love doing. Is like, I, a lot of my creative, like, freedom comes in, like, the things I wear and, like, the way I dress and, like, the things I put together. Because, like, on a day-to-day basis, I usually wear, like, neutral color clothing. But, like, I love expressing myself through, like, fun, different things, like, on occasion. And, like, I love that. I feel like Harry is, like, known for, like, hold on. Sorry. Not the call. Not the call. I'm so sorry. Let me text him with my friend. Uh, something happened with this Zoom <laughs> call. It did. Hold on. Okay. Anyway, sorry about that. Um, so sorry. So, I feel like a lot of my, like, Harry is, I feel like, known for, like, dressing and, like, what makes him comfortable and, like, fun things and mm-hmm. really expressing himself through clothing. Um, so, in a way, like, yeah, Harry concerts are great for, like, people to have that safe space to, like, wear whatever the fuck they want. However, people mm-hmm. have, like, a complex about themselves where they think, like, oh, this is a dress code and if you don't wear this, you're a fucking piece of shit fake fan like they're, they're, no, ass- they're assholes you're just you're just a dickhead <laughs> but um yeah I just can't get with that and I can't get with that in general like I see a lot of it like on Twitter I am so over seeing people be judgy about how other people look and what they wear I'm so over it because it's so annoying like the criticism like someone will post like oh this is really cute and someone's like with peace and love that's ugly that's so fucking rude to me and I don't like it because it's like you might think it's ugly but like that could be something that someone's like that's really cute and I feel good in it and I feel like it's fucked up to like make someone feel bad about their personal like style and what they like and I see it all the time on Twitter it's just not okay like it's mean it's just so catty like that's fucking ugly it's like okay well it's a good thing you don't have to wear it then you know what I'm saying I don't understand why people have to be so fucking rude about it drives me crazy it's like one of my biggest pet peeves nowadays i just feel like in my eyes like a hairy show or like any show in general is an opportunity to wear whatever the fuck you want to wear and right. like express yourself and feel good about yourself and like mm-hmm. people coming for your throat if you're like not wearing a fucking feather boa or like a cowboy hat which like in my opinion is not my style right um which is fine but people coming for you whether you're wearing that or whether you're not that's not cool right yeah so wear a fucking feather boa wear a fucking feather boa however i do have cowboy hats like for concerts pictures and stuff cute however obstruction of you right i think if you want to wear a shirt that's cute but like once the Take show starts, off. <laughs> no one can see above that cowboy hat like respectfully yeah. love. like I respect the drip but like <laughs> right take it off <laughs> yeah no that's fair um yeah so that, 
that because I like I saw TikTok the other uh, a couple weeks ago, and these people went to like a Dua Lipa concert and uh they're posting about like the people in front of them were wearing cowboy yeah. hats and they're like asked if they could take them off and this got like pissed at them yeah i don't know i'm just, i can't but yeah so quit being a dickhead if you are being one and trying to make rules and dress codes like we're fucking five years old wear what you want don't be judgmental because you never know what someone's going through they might feel really self-conscious in what they're wearing but it's something that they felt like they could try out and push their boundaries. And don't be fucking rude and sit there and say someone looks ugly because I'm sick of it. Also, another point about that is, um, I, it just reminded me because I saw our friend Claire post about it today. Um, mm. The fashion girlies who like would be like, I set this aesthetic because I am fashion, so I know what I'm talking about. Fuck off. Give me a break. <laughs> I, okay yeah um Give me that's great break. if you know what you're talking about but it, at the end of the day it just if they don't want to wear that, they don't have to wear that big word i just if they want to wear a fucking tutu and a bikini top like let them live their life i just can't because like isn't fashion wearing something that makes you feel good like that should be like the standard for fashion it doesn't need to be this mainstream thing one of the only cases where i would disagree with that and me and you have our hot takes with this is the met yeah i again i cannot get with it's so bizarre to me like when did it change to where there's a, a fucking standard you have to meet isn't it just wearing something that makes you feel confident the med i don't understand the standards a theme it's stupid i'm sorry it's fucking stupid and no one follows it anyways the met in general is just fucking stupid the entire event is an absolute travesty to the world but it's just so it's insane to me like i respect why they do it but the way they do it is bizarre to me like i think like i get it's for charity and we love that but why do we have to like set such a fucking standard that is impossible to meet anyways like i i can't deal with like the fashion world i can't i can't get with it i think it's fucking stupid but that's just my personal opinion on it um i just feel like let people live their lives let them feel good about themselves and quit trying to tear others down if you don't like something they're wearing it's just bizarre to me but I have passion. I'm very passionate about it. About the Met. Yeah, I, I, I just have to stick inside the head. I respect that. Um, I feel like before we close off this, because we've probably been talking for a while now, I really want to get to just one more topic. I was about to transition into that. Hit us with the transition. Let's go. Okay, so <laughs> let's they, go. Literally, I've had like the worst period pains. And every time I sit down, I, I've never had it, like, hurt this bad. Like, I used to get, like, asshole pains when, like, <laughs> I have a period. But, like, every time when I For sat sure. down, I, I literally would jump, like, 10 feet in the fucking air because it literally felt like I had a monster cock up my ass. <laughs> That's so tough. Which transitions into our next subject. <laughs> um, butt stuff. And I think we should stuff. title this episode Butt Stuff. Cause that's like funny like attention grabber you know yeah, <laughs> i live for it raise your hand in the club if you would eat ass okay so we need to really discuss this okay let me i'll take the reins on this because i'm very passionate about it and i've been vocal about it in the past 
So, I, we talked about this in an episode, I, it was a long, long time ago, where I had said that if the right guy came along and we had discussed it and he said, listen, I want you to peg me, I'd be down. I wouldn't even have to think twice about it. If the proper, like, preparation, like, you gotta obviously get the hair gone with peace and love, uh, and you gotta fucking enema that shit. Double, like, double enema. And then we're talking. And so, but I had also said in that episode where I talked about I would peg a guy if he asked me to, I had said that there was a boundary where I would not eat ass. But the more I got to fucking thinking about it, I redact my statement. I'll eat ass if a guy asked me to. And I, it was like, I really, really liked this person. And okay. they were they were clean down there I know well we need to talk about our conversation okay Okay, so because we made us we talked about the weirdest shit in private and we had a full discussion about eating ass yesterday I believe sexual orientation aside straight gay bi pan whatever you identify as whether you're man female Mm non-binary um Everyone needs to try ass stuff like once in their life. You need to try it up the ass once. Hundred percent. Have I? No, but like I have an experience. It's on my bucket list. (laughs) No, for sure. And so you're absolutely. And I think it's so fucking silly. This like male standard with straight men, where like that's gay. It's like no, it's not. Uh, your like G spot is in your asshole. So sorry. Not only like. Did you try anal at least like once in your life? I feel like everyone has to have their ass ate like once. No, for sure. And I think it's so funny that we really discovered this yesterday. I'm and we, for the job. I'm done. We we brought up some good points because the more I got to thinking about it, I've been with women in the past, and it's really no different than eating a woman out. That was like really graphic to say it that way, but it's just the truth. And I'm sorry, I'm not gonna like censor myself with this discussion because I'm very passionate about this discussion and I want to keep it as real as possible so yeah we need to talk about our like stipulations and our our thoughts on it because okay so we need to actually really quickly pull up (laughs) something because I have some 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 comedy for you I want to read our discussion yesterday just a little part of it so we were talking about so I'm not going to drop any names but (laughs) We were talking about a certain situation and where we would eat ass. Um, Why am I getting red? No, it's hilarious. And so I said, I originally thought, I don't think I ever could eat ass. And I said that. And you said, but you said, (laughs) this is so fucked up, but it's so funny. So we were talking about these guys that we would eat ass for. And I'm not gonna I'm name not, names. He, he's cute. Like, how do you just right? And so you said, but I and I quote, but I just know this man has coarse asshole hair, and I'm not flossing my teeth with it with peace and love. And you're absolutely right. They're Sorry, you're absolutely right. There cannot be because you know the ass hair. It's a whole different fucking ball game. Okay, okay, but I want to mention something else. So, I feel like straight men in particular, this isn't just, like, put straight men in a box. It could be right. women, gay men. Right. Women's, anyone. Um, I feel like, just in particular, 
straight men don't like clean their ass well enough. No, because I they it's like literally they don't like they just let they don't wash their ass. They yeah, they just let the soapy water drip down. It's one thing to not wash your legs and let the soap drip down, take care of it, but your ass is a whole different fucking area. Okay, so this is where I'm coming from. If I'm going <laughs> to eat a straight man's ass, it's gotta I, be cleaned. It's gotta be clean. Like I don't want it to go down there and it to smell <laughs> like a hot, wet, like hot, damp basement. No, in the way that I know exactly what you're talking about, too. I know what you're smelling it. Like, like I know the smell. Like, when a man goes and takes a shit, and then, <laughs> and then you, like, go in the bathroom, like, five minutes later, the mixture of the, like, musty odor shit smell <laughs> in, the, in, like, the hot toilet seat. No, I know. <laughs> I know. Imagine. That's what no, I, I know what you're talking about. Assholes smelling like. And that's valid. That's so valid. And uh, so I want to just like, talk about You gotta clear that up before I'm even asked. Right. And so I'll bring up some other funny points that we had discussed yesterday. And you also said, <laughs> I mean, if you wanted me to put my pinky in his ass, I'd obviously think about it. <laughs> and you said, I'm not tongue punching his fart box. <laughs> Which, speak your truth. Um, and so I had to bring into the topic another valid point. I've been, this is with all the peace and love in the world. These are our crushes on men that we were talking about specific guys. And it's a very specific brand of guy. And I had said, I just know these men leave skinnies on their undies. <laughs> That's the thing, like, that can't happen. Like, you know what I'm saying? That cannot happen. <laughs> if I'm about to eat your ass and we, like, pull the undies down and there's a full skin mark, we gotta reevaluate the fucking situation because I'm not doing it. Like, I'm not fucking doing it. It's, like, so... It's my ick. Like, I'm sorry. I'm like abnormal though. No, like if your undies look like a race car track, <laughs> there's a problem there, and we need to reevaluate and work on your fucking hygiene. <laughs> I'm not eating your ass if there's skitties on the underwear. I'm it's not happening. Like save the horse, ride the cowboy. Like I would peg someone so quick. A hundred percent. I've always been that way, and I don't know what that says about me, but. I also, it's, I respect that if a, a guy I'm with feels comfortable enough to be like, listen, I want <laughs> you to do that. All right, I'm down with like, respect. But we, there has got to be some sort of preparation involved. I feel like we have to talk about the development in this conversation. Was <laughs> it over voice audio or text? <laughs> yeah, it was both. It was definitely both. So a couple hours later, I was like, I have something to admit. And you're like... <laughs> what and I was like um I would eat ass it's like yeah right and like they asked me to and then you got you said that and it made me step back and I had kind of realized you know I've like I've done oral sex on a woman and it's not a whole lot fucking different than an ass if you think about it the technique and so I'm like, you know, maybe I need to step back and reevaluate my decision. And you're so right. I do it. 
You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but, like, do with that you gotta, what we will. gotta prep your fart box first. A hundred percent. Like, I'm talking, get your asshole bleached. Or, I just don't think shaving is gonna be enough. You gotta, like, wax that shit. I feel like... I... I just feel like men's hair is just very coarse. It's so coarse, bro. And, I, like, body hair is so normal, but, like, I feel like 100%. Men's, men's asshole hair is just, like, very It's a lot. Thick, and it would get, like, wrapped around my tongue and cut off the circulation. Like, when you, like, wrap a <laughs> strand of hair around your finger, yeah. it, like, cuts your circulation. Yeah. I imagine that I happening know. to my tongue. A hundred percent. And, yeah, so... We really had to put a lot of thought behind this. And I will also say, it would have to be with the right guy, in a way, I think. Because, I'm sorry, I'm not going up to a rando one-night stand. Stand? Stand? I'm on stand Twitter too much. Stand. And I'm not, I'm not like, eating your ass for just a one-night thing. That's not happening. But, like, if it's someone I'm, like, monogamous, like, committed to, like, I know they're clean... Let's do it. You know? Sure. I'm just not gonna, like, eat a random man's ass. That's not happening. I but, that. like, if we... We would have to, like, talk about it first, obviously. Like, I we feel like need... you gotta talk about it. Boundaries need to be set. <laughs> For sure. Like, it needs to be discussed beforehand. And, yeah, it's gotta be cleaned, like, right before we do it. Like, I'm not saying, oh, you take a shower in the morning of, and then, like, the fucking evening comes, and I'm eating your ass. That's not happening. You gotta, like, clean that shit right before the activity happens, because that's fucking gross. I'm not eating your swamp ass out. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. Um, that was just a really important discussion we had yesterday that I just felt like we needed to get off our chests and talk about. So, um, um, all right, do you want to wrap things up and do a song of the week? Please. Yeah, um, I've got one. Um, we all know my love of Oliver Tree. He's one of my favorites. Um, he dropped a song recently, and it's called I Hate You. Great fucking song. Um, I really felt it. I felt that song. So, go listen to it. I Hate You, Oliver Tree. I'm going to go... Wet Dream by Wet Lake. Love it. Yeah. Harry covered that in the live lounge. Great cover of it. Yeah. It really been actually getting into um, Wet Lake. I like them. Really? I love that. Yeah. So go stream those bangers. (laughs) All right. Shall we wrap things up? (laughs) Yeah. I was just thinking, you know what we should have talked about, but I'll tell you off camera. Okay. Because it's probably, con- it's not really controversial, but okay, we'll talk about it later. Um, yeah, so let's wrap this shit up. Um, th- this has been great. This has been Let's Talk About It. With Jamie and Kirsten. Tune in next week for some more fun. Be nice, do good. Treat people with kindness. Stay safe. All the love, peace and love.